Welcome back, everyone. Today I'm sitting down with Heather Zimmerman. She is the new director of the Kutztown Folk Festival, and we are so excited to welcome her on the podcast and also to the Folk Fest family. So welcome, Heather. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I have to tell you, and I told you this in private, um, when I saw that you were picked, chosen as the new director, I was so excited because knowing I did some research about the Folk Fest for my thesis and just knowing like my husband had worked it as a teen and stuff and knowing a little bit of the history, it was just so neat for me to see a woman become the director. Yeah. So I want to congratulate you. It's so exciting. Thank you. Um, Thank you. you know, as That's a woman- Over 70 years, so that's, that's pretty cool. Amazing. Oh, there was another woman director. No, this is the oh. first time. Oh, yeah. yeah in over seven. 70 years. Yeah, I know. It's amazing, really. It's, su it's such a neat milestone, and I'm just very, very excited. And the, yeah. the photograph I told you of you, Linda, and um, I apologize. I Cindy. Cindy. It just was so powerful, and I just was so excited, and, mm -hmm. and just the energy feels very exciting, and we're all so enthusiastic. Of course, um, Hunter and I had great experiences with Steve Sheridan, oh, sure. and, and we'll certainly miss him, but we're very excited to welcome you, and excited to see the new ideas and the fresh perspective, and so I was kind of thinking about the interviews that you've done with Doug and thinking of a different way to approach our interview and some things that I want to ask you. Um, so we'll just get right into it. I just wanted to know, um, first off, we'll get into more of the nuts and bolts of what the Folk Fest is going to look like this year, because a lot of my listeners and a lot of my friends and followers have actually never been and they're coming this year. Oh, so it's very, okay. that's awesome. It's very exciting. I'm like, this is the great year to come because there's, I think there's just going to be so much energy and momentum. I know as vendors, you know, sometimes you get kind of like, it gets to be a lot year after year, but now that we haven't had it, it's that, that whole idea of you don't know what you have until it's gone, you know? Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you're hearing a lot of that. Um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about your background and if you had as a child, I know that you've grown up in the area. Did you go to the Folk Fest and what are your, I actually wanted to ask you, what's your fondest memory of the Folk Fest if you did attend it? So um, I'm born and raised in Berks County. Um, I graduated from Kutztown University and um, my dad's family um, is from like the Leesport, Ole, Fleetwood area. Um, so my grandparents, I'm a, my maiden name is Harbonic. Um, my grandparents took us to the folk festival when we were kids, oh, my nice. brother and I. So, um, cause my grandfather, he worked for Cartech and, you know, had off in the summer, you know, that week of this, of the folk festival. So we went and, um, I remember the food. I, I just remember so much good food and coming from grandparents who really were excellent Pennsylvania Dutch cooks like this, the food even stood out even more, you know, so that, and just the, just the atmosphere as a kid, you know, it, it just seemed very magical and, and different and like almost like stepping back in time. Yeah. Um, then I went again as an adult when I was working at the Hampton Inn um, in Cookstown, I went, uh, cause we were a sponsor. I went in 2019, which would have turned out to be the last festival that, you know, the most recent one that we had. And again, it, you know, it brought me back to my childhood. It just, it, it felt warm and welcoming and interesting but very upbeat and celebratory and all the things you want in a festival so yeah. um, it makes you proud too I think when you're from this area and you have Pennsylvania Dutch roots and you know a connection to that it, it's it's a sense of pride too so yeah for sure and yeah. that's interesting the way that you responded because as a child I was never I had never attended I went to my first one I think 
oh my gosh, my daughter was a baby. So it was like 2013. And okay. I just remember feeling the same thing that you're describing this. It's just, I mean, for my, for my listeners that have never been and maybe are a little disconnected or are part of the diaspora of Pennsylvania Dutch people, as I was growing up in Bucks County, mm -hmm. um, it's like you go, you go there and you do feel that sense of nostalgia. Even if you hadn't attended as a kid, it's like everything just sort of makes sense. And it just feels very comfortable and like coming home. It's just a wonderful experience. I mean, a very familiar feeling, you know, you feel yeah. like you're home and I, and you know, that's certainly, I mean, who would want to mess with that? That's like a great yeah. feeling, you know? <laughs> so like why, you know, that's a special feeling to conjure up in, in people. And, Absolutely. you know, after not having it for two years and being a new person coming in and, you know, you hear all the, the good, bad and the ugly about things, but yeah. the biggest thing that you, that I've really taken away from all of it is just how much it's a very beloved and treasured festival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, so I feel like a, a big responsibility and, you know, um, commitment to making sure that that never goes away. You know, we, ha cultures evolve and, and we have to evolve in order for the festival to stay relevant for generations to come. But, um, you know, we still want to always be true to our roots and, you know, give that, that feeling. And, um, that's a big, that's a big responsibility. And I, we take that seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Which is wonderful because I know just hearing stories, um, you know, people in the past that have been the directors have have made it very much different and not so much about um, honoring that um, sacred, you know, mission that was the beginning of the founding people that started it, um, mm -hmm. their mission to make it be that kind of experience. I think another thing that's really unique about the Folk Fest is that it touches on all the five senses, you know, so you not only have the food, you have the music, there's this atmosphere, there's the art, it's like you're seeing, you're hearing, you're smelling, you're tasting all of these different things um, and feeling things. Of course, there's like the petting zoo. Yeah. It's, just, it's such a cool experience and um, I would definitely recommend if you haven't been before, maybe trying, if you possibly can, to do a couple days because it's really one of these things that you can't really absorb it completely all in one day. And there's a lot of really Absolutely. great musical acts to see as well, aside from like the vendors and stuff. And um, it's just, I always enjoy it because we kind of take turns with our kids and just going every day, you get to see something new, yes. especially the music. Um, I always really much look forward to that. So moving on, I wanted to know... Um, sort of what, okay, so there's going to be people that are listening that have never been before. Mm -hmm. So they'll kind of get an idea of what it's all about following social media. That's a really good way to see what you're looking mm -hmm. forward to. Um, but what is going to be new for people that have been in the past or maybe haven't been in a really long time? I know you've talked about this before, um, but I'm really excited about some of the new aspects of the efforts that you've all been making as well. Thank you. Um, so this year, well, I started here um, last June and one of the things we were tasked with was like coming up with a new look and a new website. Um, so we did. Um, Carrie Lord was um, very instrumental in, in developing our new look that was supposed to reflect like just the freshness and just a new, you know, where we're going. Um, and Patrick Dunmoyer from the Pennsylvania German Cultural Heritage Center actually designed the um, actual logo, the hex sign, because we were, you know, we had a hex sign and we were sort of like, what if this means something offensive, you know, or, do, or like doesn't have the right meaning to it. Right. So we, we went to Patrick and we said, you know, can you put something together? And there's actually a blurb about how, what that, what the hex sign means. And our tagline is um, friends, family, folk life. So 
Um, and the, the so it, we wanted to be that thoughtful with like every aspect of this new look and that it's like we're staying true to our roots and, and what we're about. So that was the kind of a, a, started off the, the newness aspect. Um, the other new thing that we're doing, and this is in response to um, some surveys, uh, several surveys that we've received over the years that um, said that, you know, we didn't really have any kind of fresher food options. I mean, I personally love all the, you know, give me all the fries you can, you know, yeah. but um, we do realize there's people who, you know, have some other dietary needs and we weren't really um you know, honoring that or, or giving those options. But then we came up with Fresh Fest. And, you know, Rachel, of course, you designed the, our gorgeous sign that we're taking to the festival to delineate this area. Yeah, it's I really just a small collection of vendors that will be located across from the Ox Roast um, near the College Boulevard gate. Um, and it's going to be about maybe six vendors in this area with a small stage. And the idea is really to try to bring in some people who are looking for some fresher food options, maybe some younger folks who haven't been to the festival, um, and get them to kind of ease their way in there and then be like, oh my gosh, look at what else is here, you know? Um, because we certainly don't want to just have them go there. We want them to continue through the festival. So um, that's new, and we're promoting it. We have Kutztown Produce Shack will be there, um, Nesting Box Creamery, Cardinal Hollow Winery, um, Trey Wood Fired Pizzas and Haven Farmstead are, are there right now. So, um, and then on the stage, we have a 10 by 10 stage and we, we want this stage to be um, very informal, very interactive. Um, so for example, Hawk Mountain is coming with one of their raptors to talk about their hawks. Um, we're talking to a bat rescue about being there. I'm a little scared of the bat thing. I'm not sure if the bats are coming. I don't think so. Um, and like a watershed program talking about, you know, how to plant, a, you know, uh, in, to preserve land. Mm. Um, but, you know, we have a lady there who is certainly not like you or Hunter, but she just, she likes to paint hex signs and just paint, you know, Pennsylvania Dutch images. So she's just going to sit and paint, you know, um, she's like, would you mind if I did that? And um, we really want to bring younger folks and newer folks into the fold. So, um, you know, that, and Henny Fair, she's a perfumery, perfumer. She is, um, does, uh, collects wildflowers and makes different products. So she'll be talking about that. So it's really like quite a, eclectic mix of people right now and um but we want we we envision people being the like approach the person on the stage and talk about what they're doing see what they're doing um kathleen walk from local folk um art creative studio is going to be there um a harpist so it's it's new it's fresh and we hope people enjoy it that's so yeah. exciting i could just imagine myself just sitting there all day because that also i know perfect for me i'm just like, i have a friend who's coming from colorado <laughs> she's been my best friend since seventh grade which is a long time and i have her as my coordinator for there and she's like oh this is not even work i just because she's so into that she's a weaver she does all kinds of stuff so um she's so excited about kind of being my point person there and i said well you have probably i think probably one of the most fun jobs of the festival <laughs> so oh that's amazing i can't wait to experience that area um I yeah because we we've been in in the back of the pig pens for so yeah. still trying to like get my footing where it is actually um and that brings me to one of the things that you said it's like yeah absolutely i'm excited for the new energy as well to see um, what the new vendors will be and, and the new people that are coming into this and getting excited. And there's always room for um, 
you know, that scaffolding of, you know, we have like the people like Ivan Hoyt who have been doing this oh, for so long yeah. and Eric Claypool who, you know, it was passed down through generations and then, you know, from Johnny Ott. And it's just really exciting to see all of this stuff come together in one place. So it's just, it's an experience like no other. And I can't imagine living without it, which we have been, but ever since we lost it, it's kind of, you know, there, I think there's a huge momentum to keep it going and keep supporting the efforts and your efforts. And so that brings me to a question. Um, how can people help support the efforts that you're making? I know um, with the law, perhaps we, you know, Hunter and I have discussed it as vendors, is there going to be less people coming? And you know, what, what, how can we help you guys and support you to keep this thing going and keep up the great energy that you have and Linda and Cindy? Um, it, is there volunteer opportunities? I know um, a, a man named Scott Yoder we knew very well was one of the volunteers many years ago. And um, I believe Randy was one of our buddies that would come okay. back on us and stuff. But are there things that people can do to help out if they're interested? Absolutely. And, you know, is that is that a way that maybe they can be there for an extended time if they do volunteer? Like maybe they want to stay for the whole week. I know. Um, of course. Yeah. Is there absolutely? We could not be more welcoming of volunteers. Um, <laughs> that is it. That yeah. That is an area that you know I think through the years as people get older, some of that sense of volunteerism is missing in our society. Um, So we have quite a few less volunteers this year, but we would welcome that. Absolutely. And with open arms. So there's always going to be a spot. Um, I'm really trying to, I, my background is in hotels and hospitality. And one of the things I did when I ran properties was, you know, really try to create a culture of like family, you know, we're, we're friends and family. And I, that's how I look at it. You know, if they want to join our family and, you know, and be there, we're going to find place, you know, and I, I cannot imagine that we would not have something to do. I mean, there's just so much going on. So we would love that. And if somebody wants to donate their time, that that just shows how much they love the festival. And, you know, we would absolutely welcome that. On our website, there is, um, I think under participants, there's a spot where there's a form that they can fill out um, to volunteer, to submit to us that they're interested, or just call, just call the office and we'll be happy to take care of them. Okay, wonderful. And I'll make sure to link all of those numbers and the website and everything okay. like that as well. Um, yeah, and, and just thinking about my daughter, she just turned 14 and I know yeah. Kathleen's son is going to be yeah. cut up, which is really cool. But is there a possibility for volunteers, younger volunteers? As absolutely. Well, well like- volunteers, absolutely. And we do hire from 14 on. So, um, and that's, we're kind of unique in that regard. And I, I love that tradition because I think that's like, you know, making young young folks fall in love with it, the festival yeah. and being there and, and now sharing their memories and, and so forth. So we have quite a few, you know, first time job holders this year and they're 14 and they're going to do a bunch of different things for us. And they all seem to have really cool attitudes and they're like, well, my mom, my cousin, my aunt, my brother, you know, somebody worked at the festival and um, we just love that. So 14 and up, we will hire, but they can also volunteer as well. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, I know Hunter started off, I mean, he grew up in the area, so he he always knew about the Folk Fest, but he used to, I think he used to like, um, do the pretzels. I forget what the, okay. Yeah. The rolling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're younger, you might not 
be as enthusiastic, but it's a nice kind of gateway into like kind of hooking the kids to show them this is really actually kind of cool, you know, and the experience right. is so unique. I mean, it's just, right. it's just been incredible for us. And I, I'm excited to see it evolve and change and grow. And um, that's what I wanted to ask you it is in what other ways can we help support? So I know people can pre-purchase their tickets yes. and, and you guys are giving some incentives for that. Um, and I think also there's a way to donate as well. Um, to there is. We have a donate um, button. I think we took that off where we hit it this year. And now it's like a buy tickets um, button gotcha. on our website. But we we have a, a couple from, um, I believe they're from the Northampton area who just sends us a check, you know, just because they love the festival. I mean, I think that's just that's so special. I mean, it's yeah. like heartwarming, but yes. And we are encouraging people to purchase tickets online. We're trying to reduce the amount of cash that we have at the festival, but we also like every other business in the world, we are really suffering trying to find enough people. So we're trying to take the pressure off the, the ticket sellers, but also mostly trying to get um, our visitors in the gate as quickly as that we can. So if they can just show their ticket on their phone, we scan it in they go. So um, and then also the other incentive is um, we have a, a coupon that is $3 off and that will be available Monday to Thursday of the festival. We're not discounting on the weekend, um, but that will be $3 off and they get that, they can do that online as well. For the oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Now, is there, is there an evening price ticket or anything like that happening? Um, so I guess in the past, we used to, uh, we always allowed locals in from four to six, you know, to have dinner and stuff. And that's yeah. for free. And that's going to happen. But um, we're keeping it pretty simple as far as the right. ticketing is concerned. We just feel like less, less is more, you know, and veterans will get in for $5 on the 4th of July because that's important, of course. But, yeah. you know, we felt like the senior discount was a dollar and we thought, you know, that's not a ton of value there. So we did yeah. the $3 off. But if you can come during the week when it's a little bit quieter, parking's easier for seniors. Yeah. Um, the crowds are not quite as, as large. And we that will hopefully drive more people to come during the week, which is what we yes. do too. And, and we need that for our vendors and, and so yeah. forth to be successful. So yeah, I would definitely say um, to the listeners, if you're interested in coming and having a little bit less of a crowded experience and being able to sort of really engage with vendors and, and stuff like that. The weekdays are wonderful. It's really great. We, as vendors, we always enjoy that sort of, it's just l a little bit less busy, but um, it's also being able to, you know, connect with people a little bit more, right. which is nice. A little bit more relaxed atmosphere. And we thought yeah. that's why the, I mean, typically that seems to be a little bit of a, a less, you know, attended time, but we thought, you know, this, that Monday through Thursday is good. You're, if you're retired or you have grandkids that are off for the summer, you know, come on, come on to the festival. But we felt like that $3 was a, a nice incentive to do that. And parking's free, children 12 and under are free. So, that, you know, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. That's wonderful. Okay. So let's walk people through real quick for people that have never been, um, never attended. So there's a couple things that I think are really important to keep in mind um, for folks that are coming for the first time. Um, one of the things I want to mention really important because we heat up really easily and it's a hot time of year is the cooling stations are still going to be there, right? It's yeah. kind of like a covered bridge and you walk yeah. through. My kids just love it. It's a mist sprayer. The misting bridge. 
I feel like I'm going to live in the misting bridge. I don't know that anybody's ever going to get in it because I'll probably be that. in it. Because I, I know, like, honestly, I just, I just need to walk around with a rain cloud. You I know. know giving I me know. a little bit of a spritz. Um, that's yeah. one really good thing. Another thing is there's bathrooms, which have sure. wonderful, lovely attendants that keep them nice and clean. And that's a big deal because a lot of festivals you'll go to, you'll have to do the quarter potty thing, which I know is a no-go for my children for sure. So that's also a nice thing. And there's a couple of bathrooms located throughout the festival, which is really nice. Um, we do have porta potties in the one area. They did take down oh, okay. uh, the bathrooms um, at the College Boulevard entrance, awesome. but we do have a very nice setup going in there, if you can call yeah. it that. Hand washing, it actually has, the porta potties actually have sinks in them, and there's gonna awesome. be another um, hand sanitizing station outside. Um, we have a uh, baby, we don't have the petting zoo this year because they went out of business, but we do have potbelly pigs coming all dressed up in their gar Pennsylvania Dutch garb and they do, you can do pig casso paintings with them. You can do uh, Eric, I think is the, the, one of the pigs and he's in a wagon. He, he loves to have his picture taken. So, and they do little things on seesaws or adorable. Um, they'll be there every day except the eighth because they take a break. And then we also have a whole baby goat um, snuggle station. So we're going to have 20, yeah. 20, I know I'm like, between I, that and the, I know I mean, the misting bridge and this goat should be next to each other. And that's where you would find me, but they'll jump up in your arms and, you know, so oh. it's lots of cute stuff for kids too. That is so cool. Well, let's think I'm, I'm envisioning this. So another really cool thing that changed this year was that my buddy, Terry Berger, who was always in charge of the summer kitchen and doing, um, you know, the presentation of that, it was actually opened up to the public. And I, I did see that there were a few spots left. Has that sold out since I last? Almost. It's almost sold out. Oh, what a cool experience. So folks, if you don't know, the summer kitchen experience is usually given to vendors and they're doing it as, um, they're doing it. So people that are, that are at the folk fest can actually see how a summer kitchen runs and you can look in and everything. But usually the people that are eating there are usually vendors. I believe, um, I know I've been invited a couple of times for helping mm -hmm. them helping out at the stage but um it's a really cool experience because you can actually buy tickets now so get on that if you're interested the food is amazing um one of the cooks in there i know very well terry Berger's is just an amazing guy and he it's, is. it's such a cool experience and and he'll go through the history of it and i know right. you talked about on doug's interview how um there was an older gentleman that was so moved by the food that he came to tears because it's that nostalgia of course the absolutely absolutely can bring things back so that's a really cool thing too um then we have the square dancing and that stage the hoedown stage which i think hunter and i are actually moving towards near um that so that's still happening right absolutely lester miller yes. is 87 and oh, he's not missing it i mean <laughs> i just can't believe him and his energy you know i just i know people eventually they're you know he's gonna want to retire i i I get it, but like he can't. You know? oh, <laughs> That's what I keep can't. saying, I'm like, there's he just can't, you know, because no one can fill their shoes. Yeah, I'm no just like, yeah. And and folks, if you don't know what hoe downing is, it's just you got to experience it. It's very cool. It's kind of like square dancing. It's not exactly like square dancing, I would right. say. But you have right. Lester Miller will be the caller, and then a lot of his family members have come up through the hoe downing stage, and it's just a really neat experience. So there's a couple of music stages. Um, and then there's the main stage, which has some great acts too. And of course, Dave Klein and Doug Mainport are part of that, right. um, that board, or I don't know what the proper word is for it. The committee. Yeah. I, and that, that's you. another shout out that, you know, that yes. really is necessary this year. Um, you know, with me being new and this being um, a new, you know, venture for me, I was like, how do I 
do this. I mean, but yeah. I, there's so many people that are involved with the festival that it would be foolish not to involve them and, you know, and have them join in and, and give some guidance. So I can tell you that anybody I, and I, we just kind of reached out to a, a mixture and, you know, certainly in the future, we'll have more people in the mix, but I mean, I cannot say how much help and, and guidance I received. I don't know how I would do it without that. Really. Yeah, we, we really how have important to. they were. This, this, this group of folks at the Folk Fest is an amazing co community, just incredible. It's a family. It's, it's absolutely it's a family. family. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. We're just so excited to see everyone. Um, and also there's a couple of music stages and then there's, oh, there's just so many vendors. It's just, it's just amazing. So make sure you so bring, overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, make sure you bring enough cash or credit and um, definitely an appetite and give yourself a lot of time because it's kind of like if you've ever been to a smorgasbord, I remember my family would like, we'd get there around 10 and we'd stay out till like a seven o'clock, you know, cause you yeah. get the lunch and the dinner. You want to plan to leave yourself enough time to really enjoy it and experience it. And I think they used to do week passes. Are you still doing that? For the full we do. Festival? We have weekly okay, passes. Cool. Yep. And those are $40. So that's a deal. You know, you can yes. get in a week for $40. And I think what you said is really a good point is that, you know, I don't think you can do it in a day. You could do no. sections maybe, yes. but like really to do and, and to take advantage of the demonstration. And so yeah. that's another important aspect of this that sets us apart. We're not a craft fair with food. You know, we right. we're something so different than that. So yes, we have those elements of the food and the music and, and yeah. so forth. But, you know, the, our craftsmen are, you know, are, are showing people, are showing the visitors what they do, how they do it, the materials they use. They're even letting people come up and, and, and you know, help make pottery and, and yeah. touch the clay and stuff. You don't get that everywhere else. I mean, that is a unique, unique feeling and experience, and that will never go away. And, yeah. and the new people we bring in, we make sure that they are aware they must talk about what they do, what mm -hmm. their story is, and all that stuff. And we haven't even touched on the quilts. I mean, that's a whole other aspect of it that is super unique. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and and they're sitting there working on it. That's such a good point. And I wanted to say before we go, Heather, um, I'm a homeschool mom now, and I was a teacher, and I guess I'm always gonna be a teacher, but mm -hmm. um, just as a homeschool parent as well, I want to say to parents, there's so much learning to happen here as well. Right. Another good reason to come multiple days or spend a really good chunk of time. Um, last thing I wanted to mention about if it's your first time, if you do get really, really uncomfortably warm, there is the quilt barn is air conditioned, which is yes. if you're feeling uncomfortable that you can stop and um, take a break in. Um, and and they're actually demonstrating quilt making there. It's and, and the quilts are just breathtaking, incredible. Also demonstrating probably um, the Pennsylvania German Cultural Heritage Center Hexine painting. They do their, their demonstrating. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just an incredible experience. Please make sure you take the time and if you can carve out a good chunk of time to experience it. And if you have kiddos, um, make sure that you bring them and there's so much you can learn about the Folk Fest. And usually there's a really neat um, presentation that that Patrick and the folks at the Heritage Center will put up that's historic and a lot of learning opportunities there for sure. Um, and then you guys have your own booth, which is the Folk Fest booth. Um, and are there any resources for parents like myself that, that they could buy something or, or, or get some, get their hands on something about the history of the Folk Fest? Yeah. Maybe a yeah. book you could recommend or something. Absolutely. So, and, and you know, I think that's a really important aspect of all this. And it's something I try to kind of portray on social media is like, bring your kids, like the, they're going to learn 
learn, but still they're going to have so much fun. They're not going to really realize it's like a learning experience. So it's kind of a double, you know, double bonus there. Um, But in our, at our apparel tent, like our welcome center slash apparel tent, which is located kind of outside um, the quilt bar in Beltsner Hall, Mm -hmm. um, we are going to have a bunch of different books. Um, We're going to have, you know, every souvenir you can imagine, but we also just partnered with Robin Jaska with Hive. Um, She just wrote a children's book, Home Sweet Homegrown, and it talks about gardening for kids and stuff. So she's going to sell her books there on consignment as well. She's also going to go up on the Fresh Fest stage and make um, little newspaper flower pots and uh, the kids can plant a seedling and take it with them. So there's like super things available but and we have so much like so many souvenirs this year people are going to go we actually sold a lot already so which is kind of cool we're like we want you to come like already outfitted in your gear you know and there's tote bags there's you know everything so yes never underestimate the swag of it all because you need the swag for sure oh my gosh i'm like (laughs) i would love to see somebody like head to toe with the t-shirt the you know the rock and the keychain the tote bag the whole thing like it would be great so challenged me heather i'm taking it i know (laughs) yeah we're just i threw i threw down the gauntlet so i know i i I actually wanted to mention too at that same booth they used to sell a, a film that was made about the well in part about the folk fest which is hiva vidriva yeah um, so there's all kinds of stuff there and i know carol hale is sometimes over at that booth um she's one of the wonderful folk artists and illustrators she uh, may be well. yeah it's an incredible experience so folks that are listening with kids i'll try my best to kind of put together um some areas that i can think of for educational experiences because you're right heather and that's actually supposed to be the way homeschooling works is that the kids are so busy having fun but they're they learning don't even things. realize it and listen mine have been going since Hunter wasn't even born my youngest, but they've been going since they were little and they love it. And yeah. they've learned so much, just like you mentioned, you know, without even realizing through the fun. Um, there's also hay, hay mazes, oh, um, yeah. all kinds of fun stuff. There's huge chair. There's just all kinds of fun stuff, opportunities to take photos. And of course you're going to experience so many amazing folk artists and right. very friendly, kind and loving people. And Absolutely. welcome to the family when you come, because you're Absolutely. never going to want to be <laughs> So there's so many memories. I mean, yes. it's, just, it's such a, it's, it's a memory maker, you know, yeah. it really is. And, um, yeah. we like to, that's what it's all about, you know? And I mean, I can't, I'm buying stuff. Like I can't, I don't know how I'm going to fit it all in. Cause there's so many things I I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to get this. I actually took a whole, a whole bunch of stuff off a wall in my kitchen. Cause I'm like, I'm going to the folk festival. You may get, I may buy from you, you know, like I just, there's so many things, there's opportunities like that. But I mean, you want stuff that's special you this is a place to come you know yeah and it's fun because every year like I build my Tammy Settlemore uh, pottery collection every year I look forward to it and it's just like this it becomes its own tradition and it's so exciting and so cool and if you are if you do have kiddos or if you're just a fun loving person um she sells these amazing whistles they're just very very oh that's cute I did not know that (laughs) I there's so many, there's so many people that, you know, okay. I, I would be terrible if I didn't mention everybody, you know, but know. It's, 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 you don't have enough time. I mean, there's Not just enough. so much, there's, there's so much and yeah. um, it's just a very, a very special event and we are so excited to be back. And I, I think this year, I think we'll be busy, you know, I think people You're are ready special. to be out, you know, yeah. come back. Yeah. Um, so, and we're getting people from out of the area. We mentioned the country kitchen experience a, a little bit ago with Terry Berger. We had a family from Idaho buy a whole seating. 
they're coming from Idaho. And I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, do it right. Yeah, that's right. Well, listen, Heather, we're about to run out of time. So before we go, I did want to mention something else and it escaped me. Hold on. Let me think. Oh, um, very, very important. Make sure you check out the schedules because there's some really great musical acts. Do some research, check out the people um, that are going to be performing and kind of decide what you'd like to see. But also the July 4th parade is such an amazing experience. So that is something not to be missed. It is so much fun. Um, All vendors are welcome to participate and it's just so much fun. Sometimes even Belschnickel stops by. I don't, I can't make any promises, but that has happened in the past on a tractor. So Mm. it is it's just wonderful. And I love talking to you about all of these things and hearing your perspective and the way that things have evolved. Cause we can feel it just as vendors, like we're paying attention and we can feel it. Yeah. But I feel like you've taken so much time and attention to detail and really trying to, you can see the hospitality um, experience is informing the way that it's evolving. And I'm really excited because it is about family and it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not something to be downplayed. So I really appreciate all the work Thank you've done you. and efforts and we're excited to visit and we're excited to bring new people and we just can't wait. And I bet you, you're going to be taking a nice relaxing time off after it's all over. I think after working. July, no one's going to see me for about a month. Maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> I said, there's going to be one happy girl on July 10th at 601, you know, when I know that everybody left and they had a great time. Yes. That's all I care about. So yeah, and- throwing a great party. That's right. But every Everybody's done a great job. We love Linda, everyone, Cindy, and thank you all so much for all your work. Thank you, and thank thank you for all your support. That means a great deal. So I do appreciate that. Any way we can help, we're here. We're here for the long haul. Thank you, thank you, Heather. Thanks again, Max Gut. Yeah, see you in a couple weeks. Indeed, it's coming fast, right? (laughs) See ya. Thanks.